Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live from Western Washington. So glad you could join us. I'm your host, LB Duchess, and joining me today is co-host Lisa Kreider of Corks and Canvas. Hello, Hello everybody. And the lovely, amazing Allie of Ali, Alexandria Nicole Sellers. Hello. And then we've got her, her very trendy sidekick, Kristen. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, and we're going to be chatting uh, about Allie's lovely tasting room and her amazing wines. Uh, we're going to be talking tips on being a savvy swap and chopper, picnicking, boating, and being a savvy guest at barbecues. So feel free to join in the conversation by calling us up at 323-843-6090 if you're listening live this Monday, May 19th. Today's show is brought to you by Alexandria Nicole Sellers and Corks and Canvas. As we do with all of our shows, we're going to start out with our first tasting of the evening, and we're super excited to try a beautiful white, and I'm going to have Kristen tell us all about it. This is our brand new release of the 2013 Albarino. The Albarino is a, it's a really beautiful wine in the summertime. It's great with oysters. For me, it's a cross between like a Chenin Blanc and a Sauvignon Blanc. So it has great round fruit flavors, but it's got this nice amount of acid. So when you put it with oysters or anything with, like, uh, cilantro, think Ooh. of, like, ceviche, things like that. Summer food. Summer food. Sounds yeah. delicious. Well, Definitely boating style I would say, too, it's, yeah. it's, and, it's, uh, and it's funny because most of my listeners know I've never been a big white fan. But um, I like this because it's, for those of us who aren't all tech savvy on, on how we describe our wines, it's juicy, mouth-filling, um, and a little sassy. Yeah. <laughs> I call this style of wine more racy. It's the racy style of the whites. But I love that. I always tell people some of the best food pairings come with white wines. That's so true. That's very true. You can't be a grape racist. You have to know <laughs> that. I've never been called a grape all racist before. should be treated equal regardless of the color of their skin. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love it. Well, cheers, ladies. Cheers. Cheers. There we are. So what do you think, Miss Lisa? You are the white wine connoisseur that I know, the best one that I know. You love everything white. Absolutely lovely. I can't wait to buy a case and take it home. <laughs> Perfect. Really <laughs> sitting out on the deck in the summer heat, yeah. east, east of the mountains or here. It's lovely. It's gorgeous. I love wine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the Bellevue Paint Center, of, the Paint Center of Bellevue offers real relief to pain and a healthy approach to your life. With services including chiropractic, weight loss, trigger point injections, acupuncture, massage and rehab, you're sure to find your healthier approach to life. You can find them at www.bellevuepaincenter.com. Tell them Socially Savvy sent you and receive a 30-minute doctor-supervised trigger point massage and pain management consultation. Call 425-455-2225. Okay, now that I got through the first commercial, geez, criminy tongue-tied. Okay, (laughs) yes. I did not have enough wine before I started. <laughs> are we? I, I'm sure we can fix that. Yes, we are very live. Awesome. awesome. Very At least looking at me like, I oh, know, are we really talking like this? Yes, we are. <laughs> I love it. Because we're socially savvy, right? We are. Okay, so I, and I want to just kind of drop this in because I've had it come up. You know, everybody seems to think that being socially savvy means you don't make mistakes. It, being socially savvy, you're going to make mistakes. We're human beings. It's coming off those mistakes with class. Um, with poise and also making sure that people around you are comfortable. If you see somebody uh, make a mistake, it's no different than if you see them fall down. You're going to help them get back up. Verbally, you want to do the same thing. Right. So when somebody like me trips all over their their words, you just laugh and make it sound like it's supposed to be part of the show. (laughs) I thought that it was. It It was. It's in your recovery. It's in the recovery. Exactly. Exactly. So our first socially savvy fact is um, offer to help others is always appreciated, even if it's not needed. Uh, I hear the excuse, and I say the excuse only because um, I think a lot of people try to hide behind it. Oh, well, they don't need my help. There are too many instances in in this day and age where we don't take the time to make the offer, and they may be a very strong person, they may be a very proud person, but if you make the offer, it allows them to accept help. Um, And this goes you know, when we're talking about barbecues and people having you over, hosting you on their boat or in a wine tasting room, um, you want to be as gracious as possible and also make sure that they know that you appreciate that you are included. Otherwise, you won't be included anymore. What do you think, Miss Lisa? Well, I, I just wanted I to can further see the that wheels, a little bit. I, can... I know it's bad. <laughs> I, I love my it. mind is always flying 50 miles an hour, but it makes me happy. But also to extend that to people you don't know. 
Oh, my gosh, yeah. Right? Because yeah. you never know, and um, that person at the grocery store. Oh, yeah, that person trying to get out of their car or something like that. Aside from all of the friends and events that we go to, mm-hmm. it's really important to pay it for on all aspects. In your daily life, yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a, um, I was watching a stream of YouTube videos, and there was one that popped up. A gentleman had hired a couple of uh, actors, and they went around in, in the streets of all these different cities, and he literally would kidnap her, pretend to kidnap her with, with you know, put something over her face, and take, pick her up and walk down the street. And over and over and over and over again, all you saw was a bunch of people standing around. And it just kind of showed how desensitized and how um, fearful we are to, to reach out and even ask the question. There was one instance where one guy was, you could see him just kind of, and then he eventually started running after while grabbing his cell phone. But um, it, it is, it's a great point to try to incorporate that into your daily life. And I would much rather be embarrassed to stop something of what I thought it was yeah. and have me be wrong than to not try to stop something that really was a danger to somebody. I agree. So, well said. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was a really good, kind of scary, but good thought. Um, so let's start off with Miss Ellie. Yes. I adore you. You are probably one of the most you. gracious people that I know. Um, Ever since I met you, I, I have had so much It's been a long you. time. It has been a, a oh my God, yeah, like maybe. six years. Yeah. Maybe seven. You were still over in the warehouse district. Yeah. And now you guys have this beautiful tasting room over here. Um, I took one of my best pictures ever here with you and the firemen. Oh, <laughs> I took that picture that's up there on the wall. And um, you just have this very uh, amazing way of bringing people in and making them feel included. Um, and I think that... You know, between you and your husband, that comes out so much in your wine. It comes out so much in, in the events and stuff. Well, thank that you. Goal. That's a huge compliment. That's uh, definitely our goal. Um, we started off just growing grapes, and so then making wine was a labor of love, and, and we really just wanted to kind of bring people into our passion, our dream. And um, so that's exactly what we want. We actually truly do enjoy people so it's wonderful and we love wine yeah, so I love people. <laughs> we've gotten to meet so many wonderful people you know one thing about wine is it seems like it crosses over a lot of boundaries is the people that enjoy wine for the most part really have a lot of similar core values similar to what you're talking about with just genuine kindness yeah small acts that kind of a thing that's the kind of people that I've found over the years really like and enjoy wine. So it's a, it's wonderful to be able to be surrounded by that kind of people. Well, wine to me is such a um, amazing thing because it, it, like you say, it crosses all boundaries. Multicultural doesn't matter your religion, your your practices, your thought processes. It is one of those true places where I've seen everywhere from a, a brand new 21 year old who's just started to drink wine publicly. Um, to be sitting with a, a 70, 80-year-old yeah. at the same wine bar tasting and watch the dialogue just start up just very naturally. Oh, this is your first time, dear. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you, I've been drinking for 65 years. You know, exactly. and these conversations that grow out of it. Um, and it, t- to me, it's such a great way to kind of um, bring in younger people into what what the social aspect right. of wine drinking, not the, the wine drunk or right, the alcohol yes. drunk, uh-huh. but the, the true experience of what your distilled alcohols and, and wines and stuff were meant for. And yeah, and I, I think wine is one of those things, I mean, and the kind of lost art of patience. Uh-huh. You, with red wine, you're going to be waiting for two, oh, three, yeah. four years. And a lot of times you just to hold that wine for a lot longer. People will say, oh, this is a special year. I want to set some aside and maybe have a bottle a year, whatever that looks like. But it um, definitely takes you to another time and place. Yeah, and the and, memory uh, comes to the it. Mem- yeah, exactly. So you see like a 2006 Merlot sitting there where you're like, oh, my gosh, that's, that was the year, uh-huh. whatever that story is for you. Yep. But it's something special, and then if you look on the label and you find out where it's from, I mean, you can travel all around the world. Just a bottle Tracking of wine. wines, yeah. Mm-hmm. No. I've, we've got a caller. I'm going to see if we can take it, and then um, I'm going to – I have some wines that I've been saving that are yours. We're, oh. we're thinking of doing something fun. Oh, fun. Hello, this is LB Duchess with Socially Savvy. You're calling live into the show. Hello. 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 
maybe they don't know they're on air. <laughs> and we've got to kick back. Okay, well, if you get this, try to call us back. I love the delay on radio. It cracks me up. <laughs> you handled it beautifully. So um, speaking like what you were saying about the experience of wine, um, we were wine club members a number of years ago and um, put our kids in college and everything came to a screeching halt. And now we're starting to be wine club members again. Uh, but we had put away, we had bought specific wines to put away for a number of years. And when we moved, I started pulling them out. And I have these verticals of three years of probably six of your different wines. Oh, wow. And I'm just You're doing better than me. I don't a... do very well at waiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's what happens. I'm in the grocery store. I see something. I'm like, I don't know. I that. buy that one back. <laughs> I buy it back. <laughs> but it was, it was with that in mind, you know, we did that because, Tabby, you were one of the, actually, I think you were the first wine club that we joined. Um, and I was part of one of the blending yeah. um, competitions. Our boys were playing football together. Yes, that time. our boys were yes. playing football together. Yes. And uh, I was a finalist in the wine blending. And it yes. really, the whole experience really sucked me into um, what it was that I was looking for. And the funny thing is, is I got into wine tasting because I was looking for something. I was yeah. looking for a point of connection. Uh-huh. I was looking for um, a place where I could meet people and see people that um, I could connect with and I wasn't always social. I mean, I was a stay-at-home mom. I, I've always been kind of awkward. And now look at you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now I just talk everybody's ear off. So uh, for me, it was it was a great way of being able to segue into a social realm in which I hadn't wasn't raised, born, or accustomed to. And wine just gave me that great place to do that. Well, that's wonderful. I'm that we got to be a part of it. I love that. So tell us a little bit about where you got started and... Um, and when you got started, while we wait for the second tasting. Okay, so this is our decade of destiny. We've been making wine or selling wine for uh, 10 years, making wow. wine for a little bit longer than that. But we started planting in our vineyards in 1998. And the plan was never to make our own wine. We were just going to drink other people's. <laughs> but we apparently, well that after a few glasses, the plan changed. And, um, yeah, so when the first fruits came off, we, we meaning Jared, uh, my husband, just started making some wine. And we started out with just one white, one red. We were just going to do direct. We had a small group of people who wanted to buy. Uh, we were going to make, well, we did make a Viognier and a Syrah. And that's what we were going to do. We were just going to do, yeah, that's how it all got started. Wow. And then, and Jared just kind of. He is an amazing winemaker, by yeah, the way. Yeah, he does a great um, job. He, he's a fun person. If you ever get a chance, if you're in that wine tasting room um, for listeners and you get a chance to meet Allie or Jared, ask for them whenever you come in because the he's amount of knowledge he's way more you're going to get. Than oh, my gosh. He is. Not, Until I, I have a couple of glasses of wine. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so much fun. Um, it, was, it was a rare treat to see both of you at the Taste of Washington this oh, year. Oh, yeah. That and nice. um, we have the interview that, uh, from earlier. So it's in one of the earlier shows where I got a chance to ask you guys the, the questions about, you know, what does wine mean to you? How do you wine taste? Um, your best story of wine and what wine was it? Right. And I can't remember which one you answered, but uh, it was we, cool. I think we did our story. Your story. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, story yeah. story and what wine it was. Yeah. And um, what's the story? <laughs> well, in a nutshell. You have to go back and listen to the prior taping. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, I love that. I'm going to tell you that with that one. That was a beautiful segue. I, I love that. <laughs> no, so, but, you know, for us, I mean, it's always been a fun experience. And, and, you know, I think for a lot of new wine drinkers, this is a great place to come because you've got very talented staff behind the bar. Um, but more importantly, you have people who are very passionate about the wine and about sharing it. Uh, there are amazing, amazing wines in Woodenville, but to find tasting rooms where um, it's kind of more of that whole experience. It's, well, our brand is elegantly approachable, so our hope is that whatever level that you come in at, you're going to feel comfortable, have a wonderful time, and then you know come back. Yeah, exactly. And check out your events. Oh, my God. you Listeners, she has the most amazing events with the most amazing firemen. Ah. <laughs> so. Tell us more about the firemen events. <laughs> They're hot. Oh. She's like, they are hot. Yes. Well, we're going to have Kristen tell us about the second wine tasting we're doing. So this is my favorite of the whites that we produce. It's the Shepherd's Mark. 
it is still the only all-white, um, all-estate, white roan blend done in Washington. So it is Roussan, Marsan, and Viognier. Oh, I love Viognier. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a wine that gets great acid from the Roussan, and the, marsh, the Marsan is more of that marshmallow kind of grape. It's fuller and weightier. And then the Viognier is a showgirl. She's mm-hmm. just all aromatics and flowers. So oh, it's a wow. nice, complex wine, but this is also a wine that a white wine that is made for red wine drinkers. Right. It's very my, food friendly. Very food friendly. It's my number one wine with Thanksgiving dinner. Any kind of roasted poultry with yeah. sage and rosemary. It's awesome. really elegant with. But I, I like the word elegant because the other one had a little bit like I was saying, it had Racy. a little bit of tad. Yeah, oh, that's you know, like two or chewed and a little bit of um uh, jump to it. This is a little bit more calm and mm-hmm. I think elegant is a really good word when you're um, when you're trying to find a way to describe it where, you know, Again, those of us who don't know all the terminology. <laughs> well, when I think about um, wine, I always say wine to me is like music. You know, a chord is more beautiful than a single note sometimes. So when you get to use those different components of the varietals, they kind of enhance each other, they elevate each other, and they become a really interesting blend. So this is my favorite of the whites that we do. I push it on everybody. I insist that everybody <laughs> likes it. How can you push something so fabulous? I'm I not know. Quite sure. exactly. You don't want to drink white? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You want to try this. <laughs> all right, we're going to try this collar again. Hello, this is LB Decker from Socially Savvy. You're calling live into the show. Are you there, caller? Can you hear us? I'm wondering if... Okay, well, here's what we're going to do. If the caller can hear us and not hear us on the phone, we're going to have you call, message into one of our Facebooks, if you know one of us on, on the show, and we will give you your, our cell phone and have you call into the cell phone because we can put it up to the mic. So try to give us back a call, caller. Nice job. Yeah, I've had to. There, you know, when you're online, sometimes the connections aren't as strong as they should right. be. So I had to, I've had to wing it. And so I've just had them call me on my cell phone and then put it on speaker and right up to the mic. And it works fantastically. Oh, so. Perfect. Caller, oh, hopefully you're listening, you and uh, whichever one of us you know, all of us get your cell phones out, <laughs> um, and if they call, we'll just put it up to the mic and answer. That'd be awesome. That's kind of funny. Everyone's looking at me like, did she really commit us to this? <laughs> okay, so we're going to keep moving along here. Um, so we did chat about your Decade of Destiny. Very, very excited for yeah, that. So we you have, guys have some cool events coming we up We do. That. We have some really fun events coming up. We have a guys poker night coming up. I love that you have guys events. June, yeah. Yes. We June don't July. have as many men's events, but that's because men are not nearly as fun. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, sorry, guys. Men are a different kind of fun. Yes, definitely. There's so, so much home. fun that we have to limit those events. Oh, there, there, there you go. That's yeah. a better way to say it. Okay. Well said. Well yeah. said. Um, and then we have a lavender farm dinner in July, and July we have yeah, yep. And then we have a harvest party coming up at the end September thirteenth. Right. And then so. I think you have the um, blending competition we for the do. members again. Yeah, that's on yeah. my calendar. June 26th, um, their members-only blending competition is open to um, exclusively to our members, and they get to come in and they get the opportunity to be a winemaker for a day. And so Jared will bring over some Grenache, Syrah, and Moved. That's and, what I started with. Yes, exactly. And the winner of that competition will get their name on the bottle, that's what a I case want. of wine, <laughs> and bragging rights for the next year they get to really gloat about it so it's a lot of fun when I did the competition last year um, I had some really good friends at Daniel's Broiler in Bellevue and I went up to them I said if I win this will you buy the wine they said uh, yeah we'll buy a few cases of the wine and sell it here at the restaurant I'm like score <laughs> yeah it would be wonderful it would be very fun so. she wins this year <laughs> no, I have to earn it. I have to earn it. It wouldn't be any fun. Um, but those, you know, those are the fun kinds of events that I love that you guys do. You know, winemaker dinners and stuff are are a ton of fun. But you know, coming up with things that are just a little bit different. Yeah, trying to keep it. Uh, we we have all sorts of different. We had an Easter egg hunt, first ever Easter egg hunt this year. Oh, nice! That was yeah. fun. One for wine eggs or yeah. regular eggs? <laughs> well, there, there were corks. Corks, yeah. yeah. I like that adult theme. That's fantastic. The members are really excited. They said, this is the first time we've ever been excited to come to an Easter egg hunt. I said, well, every year should be like this, right? The day before Easter, we'll celebrate and get you ready for the next day's havoc. It was nice. That's a really good thought. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, you can come into the Easter egg hunt, pick out your wine for Easter brunch. Exactly. And your exactly. We did our Tres de Mayo. They had a piñata. We always have to be much more careful with the adults 
Oh, yeah, because we're stick. dangerous. Yeah, they really are. They're really good at it, too. You get a cork flying in the creek. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> well, corks is a good idea. I like that. Uber, forget parking or waiting for a cab. Uber makes it super easy to get around town with just the tap of an app. From hybrids with Uber X to town cars, town cars with Uber Black, there's no need to chip, no exchange of cash or card is necessary. And because you're here hearing this from Socially Savvy, all you have to do is go to uber.com backslash go backslash Socially Savvy 14 on your mobile device or computer, and you're good to go with $30 off your first ride. Enjoy getting around with no stress. I love Uber. Can I tell you, I now Uber in and out of every wine tasting event that I do, um, every charity event that I do. So smart. No stress. You don't have to worry about a cop pulling you all over. Do they help you away. carry your wine? <laughs> well, and the best help. thing about it is, is that you, they don't drive around circles trying to up your rate nope. like the cabs do. Nope. They're, the service is awesome. You see exactly where the cab is so you know exactly or the, the Uber is so you know exactly when they're arriving. Um, they have a rating system that you rate all the time. They have to be three stars and above at all times or they'll let go. Um, They come around, open the door for you. They have water in the car for you. Uh, Just amazing. They've taken uh, that car service and actually made it a service again. So it's awesome. Very, very awesome. And so we're pouring our fourth wine, or not our fourth, our third wine here in a minute. Um, But before we do that, we are going to pop in and start on our other topics. Um, savvy, Savvy boating facts and information. We're getting into the summer months with all the fun events. Uh, and I think a lot of us, if you don't have a boat, there's a lot of things you just don't think about. If you get asked to, you know, hey, come out on the boat with us. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd love to have you come out. Or you're with a group of friends and you get tag, you get invited as a tag along. Uh, it's really important to be aware of a few things. Uh, the first one is that fuel on a boat is extremely, extremely expensive. So you always want to offer to pay for fuel when you're invited out. Uh, even if you say, hey, can I throw you 30 40 bucks? Uh, I'm just going to say it. It's not to say it wouldn't be appreciated if you offered 20 but typically any boat that it gets taken out, it's going to fill it up is going to be about two to $300. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're talking about when we're saying it's really, really expensive. And if somebody's invited you out, they probably really like you. So <laughs> they may not expect you to pay for fuel, but it's always a nice thing to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, Never come empty-handed. Bring food, water bottles, beverages, all to share. So when I say share, meaning bring more. If there's two of you coming on the boat, bring more than enough for just two people. At least include um, the person who's driving the boat and whoever is in their immediate circle, whether it be their family or maybe a close friend. Um, again, it's a form of appreciation showing that you know we're not going to we're not taking advantage of you. I really do understand that you know what a privilege this is to take me out on this thing. I have one thing to add to that. Sorry, because I'm a do. boat nope. owner. Please bring sunscreen because oh all of God, the boat yeah. owners go through so much sunscreen, you guys, and that stuff is not cheap. Yeah, and no, that is. you do not want to fry out on the water, so please bring extra sunscreen and maybe offer an extra can to the boat owner. Oh, yes, and you will fry. Just FYI, the reflection, you will fry. So if you typically fry in 20 minutes, you're pretty much toasted in 10. Just <laughs> letting you know. <laughs> Um, Offer to help clean things up at the end of the day. Most boat owners spend up to two hours after any excursion cleaning up and preparing the boat for the next time. And we're not talking deep cleaning. We're not talking about getting ready to put it away for the winter. We're talking about just to be able to function the next time they go out on the boat. Have you bring your kids make sure they step on a towel when they're getting in and out? I didn't have that. That's a good one. Yes, if you bring kids, that's a big one. Um, Communicate. If you feel sick, let the bono owners know right away. Cleaning up vomit on a boat is extremely difficult and really needs to be avoided. Um, I think a lot of people don't, they say, oh, I've been on boats before, I don't have a problem, and they get out there and they're drinking too much, or maybe, you know, your chemistry changes every seven years, and all of a sudden things that you didn't have a problem with, now you have a problem with. Um, I'm, I'm just going to say it, if you start feeling woozy, you need to tell that boat owner you need to jump the water. Right. Just, I agree. I mean, the, you're, all you're doing is feeding fish. It's a very positive experience for the fish. Which brings me to life jackets. Bring <laughs> yes. your own life jacket. Oh, yes. Most definitely. Don't so many to. times I've had people out and I'm like, did you bring a life vest? The ones that I have are different sizes than maybe what you need, you know. Yeah. If you're a 44 wide, 
yeah, you might not fit into the 28. That yeah, it's 14. For the girls. Yeah. <laughs> and bring your own so you don't take home mine. Exactly, yeah, towels. So unsavvy. Oh, can you rent? I, I don't know if you can I rent. I, I haven't ever, like not, not in eastern Washington. Yeah. yeah, I think you can get you can get a life preserver, or at least ask or make sure that they have, you know, extra life jackets. Exactly. Yeah, and that's where that communication comes in. Is is if you have had issues before, or um, if you have concerns, you know, anything that you think that that boner, boat owner needs to know. So yeah, I like that. Um, I was trying to think um, another boating thing is that you know a lot of times if you know how to drive a boat, let the owner know yes. because they Backup never plan. get to. Yeah. Oh, good point. Break. True. Did I lose her? I love my phone. I love my phone. I love my phone. I love my phone. Yes. <laughs> Caller is calling in, and I will promise to catch it the next time. Wow. All right. Persistence, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a third tasting coming up here. Yes. I'm this super excited. This one here is the Jet Black Syrah. So this is actually very special to us. This is the first varietal planted at Destiny Ridge in 1998. And this is the one that just made Jared decide he wanted to be a winemaker. And he was going to pay tribute on every bottle to his lovely bride, Allie, here. And that was his way of talking her into starting a winery. Because, you know, when you're starting out with a young family and you've got almost 300 acres of vineyard. And, That's a lot of stuff And he comes home and says, hey, I've got a great idea. <laughs> Let's start a winery. And she said, are you crazy? And he says, but I'll name it for you. So the first smart varietal, man. Very smart man. The first varietal that he produced was the Joseph Phelps Clone Syrah, and it was always our estate Syrah. But a couple years ago, he decided he needed a fancy black label, and that this special I wine needed a special um, platform. So now it has that, and we call it Jet Black, and it's probably the number one seller out of our tasting room every year. I but love it's it. a really rich, bold, beautiful mm-hmm. style, and it's a great food wine. Nice acid. It's one of those that will leave a mark on you. Yeah, dark, inky. I sustainer. Um, I'm a big red drinker, and the Jet. This is the first one I ever had, and oh my God, I fell in love with you guys. I t- to me, it just has such a beautiful blend to it, and very versatile, very yes. easy to drink with yes. pretty much anything. Yeah. Um, and, and for really a, round tannins. Yes. So, like, if you're new to red wine, I was gonna say great place to start. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and so it has it's. Syrah dominant, but what else did it have in this it? This is actually 100% Syrah, okay, this one Syrah. here. Okay. We do a co-ferment that goes out to our wine club that's in very limited production. Um, this one we make a little bit more of, and we get it out to some restaurants and some on-premise accounts and fine wine shops. But this is the one where I tell people that, you know, Washington is great with Syrah, especially Horse Heaven Hills. We get a lot of wind, so you get tougher skin, and that gives us those sweeter, rounder skin tannins rather than the more angular kind of seed cannon. So this is a wine that goes across the board. She's like the wine encyclopedia. <laughs> That's why I, I, I just like love that. On. <laughs> Very nice. Isn't it? No, you're good, kid. It's nice when people come in and if they want that bit of information, they can get it. And something that Jared and Allie have done a great job in doing for all of us is giving us the platforms for education and for expanding our knowledge on not just the wine, but our area and our ABA. And as Washington is growing, it's very young in the industry. So we're educating people from all over the world on what does Washington wine mean? What does it look like? You know, and if you were talking about Bordeaux, people kind of have a style in it. Yeah, if you're talking about process. Spanish wines, they kind of understand what that means. Mm-hmm. But we're educating the world. And so it's a really special place to be. To be Knocking on the door and letting them know we're yeah. here. And we're, we're here and wine. this is what That's we right. mean. Yeah, That's right. exactly. Well, and one of the things that I've noticed about Washington wines is you're not um, vine-specific or, or, or grape-specific that all, all the Chardonnays are going to taste the same in Washington. We have done such a great job of um, taking a look at all of what can influence the grape and playing with it and tweaking it. So each Washington wine is an experience in and of itself, and you can enjoy multitudes of different wines, and each of them are going to have their, their own signature, their own personality. Well, Washington as a state is so diverse. Yes. You can be up in the mountains. You can be over in the desert. I mean, so you're going to get totally different wines depending on where they're grown, and, and it does a great job of showcasing that. Yeah, no, I absolutely love it. I feel sad that my, my caller is trying to call in on the regular line. I need you to call in on the cell phone because this system is not working. 
And this is the part where I love that I can actually edit out these little parts. <laughs> edit out that little clip it. Um, so we have a caller who's going to be calling in. She's going to be giving us some tips on um, uh, fashion for barbecues and boating and the such. So we're just waiting for her to give us a quick buzz. Um, these three wines that we just tasted, what um, in the order from the first, the second, and the third, what's the price point? So the Albarino, um, this is one, like I said, we only do about 185 cases of. The price point on that one is $22. The um, Shepherd's Mark, the White Rhone Blend, the Roussan Roussan Viognier, that one retails at $24. Um, the Jet Black is a great bargain at $25. I love so it. I love that the price points on our wines, that especially the ones that reach the public mostly, they're all in a very affordable, attractive price point. So you uh, can I love that. Feel comfortable to share them or keep them. <laughs> yes, and I do both. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Larissa. This is LB Duchess. How are you doing today? Oh, you're such a sweetheart. I'm so glad you're able to call in today. So you're going to be chatting with us a little bit about some fashion tips. Yes. Um, so barbecues and fashion and, and, you know, boat fashion, since, you know, boats have been discussed as well. It's a bit different. But um, I, I think that as, you know, the editor-in-chief of a fashion magazine, of course, you know, we always want to look nice, especially when we're visiting people. To me, it's a sign of respect if you don't come visit somebody and love to sloppy. And, you know, you look like you put some effort into the visit, considering they invited you over and they took the time to host for you. So I feel that that is the purpose of, of just nice. However, for barbecues, we also don't want to be overdressed. A lot of the people that will be there will probably be in jeans and, you know, pretty casual themselves, but at the same time, um, you know, you, you do want to look nice. I'd say the number one key to um, a barbecue is layers. You must, must layer, especially in Washington. Um, I love that. Oh, yeah, I agree with the comfortable shoes. I love that. Well, thank you. That is awesome. I think it's really important to point out, too, that when you're saying nice, the biggest the biggest thing about nice is clean, pressed, and hung well on your body. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Thanks so much for calling in, love. Yeah, no problem. It was good chatting with you. Talk with you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. 
I love that. Um, Great idea. It's, it's one of those things, I think, you know, especially in Washington, we've become so relaxed about so many things. Um, I always go hug when it comes to Uggs. Uh, don't show up in my house in Uggs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can you could change them at the front door. You know, if you've got to have your comfortable shoes, I totally get that. Um, you know, and then the necessity, was it, it's silly. Like she was saying, you know, make sure you're in comfortable shoes for, like, barbecues yeah. and stuff. Grass-friendly Grass, shoes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're... Plopping your, your heels into somebody's grass. Yeah, granted, it's nice you're aerating their lawn for them, <laughs> but the odds of you falling over are probably pretty good. So. A cute pony, definitely. Show up with a cute ponytail holder. Oh, yes. If you have hair. Because um, of wind, yeah. so you can keep it out. Exactly. No, so great, great tips. Thank you, Larissa. I love that. Alrighty, Advanced Skin and Body Solutions, a Medispot in Bellevue, offers an array of services that include lash extensions, Botox, laser hair removal, body wraps, and facials, just to name a few. With friendly, well-trained staff, you're sure to find services of the highest quality and your results the best. Check them out at www.eastsidebodyandskin.com. Okay, so we're going to jump into the picnic tips. Again, don't show up empty-handed. Message or call ahead to see where they may have a need. Um, You know, do you need propane? Here's some of the things that most people don't think about. Do you need backup propane? If you're running late and coming to the party, sometimes that's one of the things people forget. Um beverages, ice, folding chairs, you know, those are all the things that people forget. They're essential to a barbecue, but a lot of times we can get all caught up in making everything pretty. And it's like, oh, crap, you know, grandma's got all my folding chairs. So and the mosquito repellent. Oh, yeah. Oh, Huge. my gosh. And you know, Calgon, yeah. the old, old Cal- the best. The Calgon best. takes it away. <laughs> and skin so soft. Yes. Skin so soft, right? Avon. I love that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Works the best. Yeah. I think the military used that for decades. Mm-hmm. Um. When you're bringing food, bring enough to share. Yeah. Uh, we touched base on this earlier, but if you're only bringing enough for yourself, I'm going to tell you, people are going to judge you right out of the gate. Unsavvy. They're going to look at you. And, and, you know, this is one of those things. People get so caught up in, well, people shouldn't judge. Well, don't give them anything to judge. Don't give them an excuse. We do such a fantastically amazing job at deferring and making everything everybody else's responsibility. Take it upon yourself to try to look and act your best, give your best foot forward. Um, so sharing is a big one. Bring enough for, you know, five to seven people if it's going to be a larger barbecue. And always a bottle of wine. Always a bottle of wine. <laughs> always a bottle always. of wine. Where? And where did you get <laughs> it? Yeah. There you go. Um, so uh, if, if you are running on tight budgets, you know, bring extra, bring something that, you know, is maybe packaged individually. You can take the extra home. At the end of a barbecue, typically the person who's putting on ends up with tons of stuff, so they're probably very, very happy to have you take some of it back with you. Not a problem. Um, help with cleanup. Again, there's nothing worse than leaving a mess behind you. If you don't have time or, or not feel comfortable helping them do the major cleanup, at least clean up after yourself. If you were sitting in a corner, grab your stuff, throw your stuff in the corner, or, you know, into the garbage can, you know, whatever. Not a big deal. Um, but this just ensures that people are going to call you back and say, hey, come on over again. One thing, too, I always bring is an extra garbage liner. Ooh, oh, that's a good, good one. Because then you just have it there. You're showing people that you're being respectful of their of their barbecue, right? Their oh, yeah, totally. And it just is, always comes in handy. Always have white and a trash bag. Yep. yep. Well, and I, always, I put here, too, make sure you have um, bags to take all of your stuff away. Uh, typically, when you put the things in the kitchen or drop them off, they take the bags and they, they put everything out and everything gets thrown into the garbage. So like you're saying, have that extra bag so that you can put whatever it is you're taking with you, your plate. Yes. I'm just going to say it. Make sure if you bring a plate to take the blessed plate over, rinse it off, wash it off, and take it home with you. Don't make it the host's responsibility to get the bloody plate back to you. Right. I have. It's a great hostess gift. It's a great hostess gift. Or, or it is it, a exactly. great hostess gift. It's a great hostess right. gift because you're never going to get it back. Well, I mean, if you take it off the table right then, this is for you. Yes. You know what I mean? No, that's, that's, that's a, a great, great idea. idea. Yeah. And you leave it. Yeah. yeah. So it's, I've had several where people was like, oh, can you bring my plate back? And I'm thinking, which of the 30 plates that was mm-hmm. left? And the plate. dollar store now sells tongs. Oh, oh, that's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, all the serving oh, great idea. Great idea. <laughs> Okay, um, if you're picnicking, make sure that you have bags to take everything away. Mm-hmm. Leaving behind 
food even. We're talking the juicy foods, all that kind of stuff, a, a banana peel, uh, the pit to um, uh, mango or something like that. If you're going to throw them, throw them into the trees, into the bushes. Don't leave them in the area where people are picnicking because the next person goes to sit down and you've got 30,000 ants crawling all over the place and now nobody can use that space for a few days. Um, I get that you're trying to be green. I get that you're trying to give back to the planet, but that's not the place to do it. Yeah, Ziploc bags are oh, great. Oh, good idea, good idea. Um, I was going to say put your sunglass case on your seat of your car because then you don't forget your sunglasses. A lot of times you go to the barbecue oh, or really that kind of a thing, one. and then the sun goes down and you set them someplace and just get a little reminder. That's a really good one. I like that. Um, I always tell people, pre-mix your drinks. If you make a mean margarita, I have a recipe. Yes, I do jello shots. Oh. I have a recipe for Cosmos <laughs> I spent three years making. Pre-mix that. Kristen is excited. <laughs> Yeah, there's oh, all yeah. kinds of gin and tonic jello shot. Oh, okay. I've got to have to try that one. But okay, what? Pre-make that. <laughs> Stop right now. <laughs> we want to know about the uh, yeah. We have to have our own show for that. <laughs> I've got 25 recipes for jello shots. Oh, oh, please. We'll God. talk later. I have, I have a few really, really good ones. But um, uh, So, yeah, make sure that you uh, pre-mix the drinks because, again, You've got several people coming over. You're going to a picnic per se. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you don't want to have to break have, out your blender. Yeah. And, and well, the other thing is is uh, bringing glass. You don't right. want it breaking. You don't want to have to deal with that mess. And if it, if you're in grass and you're picnicking, trying to pull up that, that glass if you've broken it, it, you know, you're running a risk for other animals and other people. Yeah. So try to be um, cautious with what you're doing. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's a good one. If yeah. they've got a fire pit, bring some wood. I like that. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Have fire. Yeah. Yeah, sure. that's a great idea. Oh, I love that. Oh, matches. Yeah. Always have matches. Because mm-hmm. half the time you can't find the matches in your house. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that. Okay. And our final topic, we're going to chat swap and chops, which is kind of what we had going on tonight. Um, apparently the weather was just good enough that uh, everybody's out on their boat. <laughs> I hope they're listening. I, they're all listening. <laughs> they, will, they will be listening. Um, so swap and shop. Um, what it is and how do you do them? I think a lot of people get confused in what a swap and shop is. So um, I've been doing these for years, and they're a ton of fun. What a swap and shop is is you bring a group of friends together, and they bring to new or barely used items that they don't want. They're just not going to use. Oh, it's kind of like we were talking about clothing. You buy this beautiful piece of clothing, and it just doesn't hang right on you. Or maybe you're just never going to get down to that size you thought you were going to. Or maybe that it's just way too big for you. Um, shoes, you wear them once. You wear them twice to an event. Um, so bring those kinds of things. If you have new perfumes that somebody's bought you and you're just never going to use it. Um, I always tell people anything that is new in a box is fantastic for swapping and shopping. Uh, if it's used, you want to make sure it's not a personal product. Uh, so clothing is usually just fine. Uh, you want to be able to set up in 15 minutes and tear down in 15 minutes. You want to keep it simple and easy. You don't want your stuff to take up more than a four-foot table space. Do you space. price it, or how does that work? Um, you can price it because with a swap and shop, the whole idea is you're bringing the items in, and you need to be able to trade right, right, as right. well as Like bartering. Sell. Exactly. So like the a whole classy? Idea. Yeah, it's, it's an upscale, yes. Okay. Like flea market is basically what ends yeah. up being. Okay. Um, so it gives you a chance that we have some of our my close friends and I, we call them bitches switches. <laughs> I like that, yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Galena Peterson, for the, the idea of bitch and switch. She introduced me. I know me her. That. I love that. I love yeah. her to death. Um, and so we've done several of those together. Uh, but it's just a fun way to get girls and guys. I've had guys show up to them. Um, and you get a chance to take something that you're never going to do something with and get something that you are. Right. And I've come away with these amazing pieces that people are like, where'd you get that? Oh, it's vintage. I, ah. I love saying that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you want to, so you, you get set up, check out everybody's stuff. Um, people can come by and just shop. I've had people not bring anything. Uh, when you put together a swap and shop, it's always awesome to have a charity that for people who don't want to take away their things, they just want to say, hey, just give it to a charity. Um, ours tonight, and we're doing another event over at Via Lago on Thursday, um, our charity is Mary's Place. 
So anything that gets donated, we're going to be taking to Mary's place. And and they help women get up on their feet and get them, uh, train them on how to interview, get them into interviews, help them get prepared and and dressed for their first interview to get them back initiated into the the workforce and and life in general again. And a safe place to stay. And a very safe place Mm -hmm. to stay. So uh, that's a great charity. If you have a great charity that you love working with, Children's Hospital has thrift stores. Uh, There's a ton of them. So... Uh, we always just take all, have somebody say, hey, I'll do it, and they load up the car with their stuff and they take it all to the charity that, that next, sometime that next week. Um, some of the tips, always ask if you need to bring your own table. Uh, keep your table under four feet. Don't bring a six-foot table into anybody's house. I don't care if it's Gates and he's got 70,000 square feet to choose from. <laughs> Don't do it. It's too big. It's too bulky, and it just it, you're probably probably not going to have enough stuff to fill a six foot table. Number one, but number two, if you do, it's going to take you too long. So just don't go there. Um, be friendly and reasonable when trading and selling. Don't be a snark. Don't think that your stuff is better than everybody else's because it's not. Maybe it is, but still, it's not. <laughs> Any kind of body products, fragrance, or makeup should always be new and unused. Um, with that said, don't open other people's products because once you do, it starts to age. Um, I've had mascara and fragrance and people want to spray. It's like, no, either you know it that you can open the thing and smell the lid if there's some of the fragrance where you can smell it. Don't spray it because now it's being used. And the whole idea is if it was new, now it's not. So be polite, be considerate, don't go in empty-brained and just start grabbing and touching and pulling stuff apart. Biggest pet peeve with me, drives me nuts. Um, anything you guys can think to add? You got it covered, sister. <laughs> I've, I've done a few. I've done a few. Um, okay, so with that said, the whole idea is to have fun. You know, look for fun ways to get friends together. Uh, these are all great things to do whenever you're planning anything. Think about other people. Yes. Oh, I love this. A whole other program topic. Oh, we've Ooh. done we've done three RSVP shows. Yeah. People, how much? Yeah, I think a lot of people forget. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. For a party. Yeah. Right. So socially and savvy, unacceptable. Right. Well, and we always talk about. Yeah, right. Well, and some right, of them, right, you right. know, the thing about RSVP, and I always tell people, people don't RSVP because, RSVP because they're intimidated. Here's the thing. RSVP, yes, if you mean it. Don't right. RSVP, yes, because you're trying to support my event. I don't want you supporting my event if you're not going to show up. I don't care. Definitely, um, No, yes. not, not yet. Well, what I'm trying to do is, is get to that. So RSVP, no. If it's no and you mean no, that's okay. Don't give me an explanation for no. I don't care. I, I don't mean to be rude, but I don't care. Right. I don't need to answer or read 35 reasons why you're not showing up to my event. That's okay. You have a life. I understand. Right. Not a big deal. Take a sip. If you RSVP, yeah, uh, maybe change the RSVP within 78 to 40, 72 to 48 hours. Update that maybe. Okay. Let them know so that they can plan for food, so that they can plan for space. Oh, mo- most definitely, yeah. Right. Oh, on a boat? Oh, on a boat, it's an automatic. If you don't respond, you're an automatic. No, I'm just telling you. You're not. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you. you. You pretty much lost that. that and if you RSVP yes, <laughs> I think if you RSVP yes and something comes up, comes I up. think you need to do, like, immediately, tr- and even to the point of, like, that's ma- where you make it extending. Yes, yes, you say, like, yeah, you exactly. bring them over a gift card. Like, I'm so sorry. I mean, like, yeah. you send them a note in the mail. I... I mean, things come up, and that happens, but that I does. think you should be willing to, when you're saying yes, you should be willing to put down your credit card for the yes. That's how yes. serious you be should si- be. Exactly. Even and a text, you have to communicate and let them yeah. know. That's yes. just the right thing to do. And a lot of people don't do that, and it's no. so frustrating when you're preparing. So much extra work. And you are waiting so for the last two so people. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody's drinking, waiting, drinking, drinking starving, yes. starving. Oh. Yes. There was and there was no maybe. Things were different yes. then. Yes. yes, we are in a different world right now. Oh, I just a little bit of integrity, a l- yes. little bit different than integrity. That's right. Kind bars, kind healthy snacks, a brand of all natural foods made from ingredients you can see and pronounce. 
find them at your local grocery store at www.kindsnacks.com and look for them on Facebook for their acts of kindness every month. Alrighty, so we are going to wrap up our show with a final tasting here in just a second. Um, I want to remind everybody with our show now national, we've started putting most of our local events on our Facebook pages, so be sure to check them out for social events within our area throughout the week. You can go to LB Duchess or Socially Savvy Eastside Events and Entertainment for the most up-to-date list, as well as a new blog that I will be publicizing on Socially Savvy's page this week. Show sponsors for tonight, Gunnar Nordstrom Gallery, Bellevue Nordstrom Cosmetics, Pop Chips, Kind Bars, Alexandria Nicole Sellers, <laughs> the Pain Center of Bellevue, um, Advanced Skin and Body Solutions, Mode Magazine, Uber, Winville Wine Country, Sweet Lounge, and of course, Corks and Canvas. How about that? Ending the show tonight with our final taste of wine. We'll have Kristen tell us here in just a half a second. We want to remind you all to subscribe to the Socially Savvy Show to be entered into our drawings for prizes from our savvy sponsors. And check us out on RSS Radio now on your smartphone. Make all the social events better because you were there. And everybody, have a Socially Savvy week. So tell us about this wine before we uh, toast off air. Well, this is um, probably my favorite wine to talk about. If you were asking us what our estate vineyard, Destiny Ridge Vineyard, looked like every year, we would talk about the Quarry Butte. Um, it's our flagship table wine. It's always Cabernet-based. But this is the one where Jared says Mother Nature is going to go ahead and develop this wine, and we're going to let it speak of the year. So sometimes it's four varietals, sometimes it's five or six, but we want it to tell the story. So the 2011, which was considered a difficult year out there in the vineyard. I remember that. But we have a great farmer who leads our path, and that's Jared. And what he did with great viticulture practices was reduce crop, and you have this incredible concentration of flavors and mouthfeel and aromatics and the Cory Butte it is named for the spot where our vineyards are so we were originally slated to be a rock quarry carved out by the great Missoula floods oh, wow. and we sit right above Crow Butte Park so oh. it's a beautiful location and it's a great wine and it's a $25 price point oh. you'll see it in a lot of restaurants you'll see it I'm on the shelf in some wine shops but it is the one that I say every year speaks of Destiny Ridge it's the rock story. It's the rock. For all of <laughs> I like cab, the rock. The rock. I say yes. And I mean both of them. <laughs> <laughs> and for all of our cab lovers, this is a beautiful, beautiful red. Um, I, the coolest thing about reds that have a, a blended background is they have such a versatility. Mm-hmm. Uh, this would be a very easy red to drink on the summer back patio. Yeah. Oh. So Food, not necessary. Yeah. <laughs> yes, not necessary, exactly. Well, thank you, Ali, so much oh, for Oh, thank you so much for having us. And um, we look forward to what Cheers. coming up this Cheers, week. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, everybody. Have a socially savvy week, and we'll catch you next week. <laughs>